It's been a big show in the Alex Scott and Staff West Gippsland Football Netball Competition podcast and finishing us off in the home stretch made his round three comeback this year in senior footy with Kilcunder Bass, key defender there and it was against Inverloch Kongwak who have just set the world on fire this year being undefeated so it was a big game to come back and he's also the executive producer of Friday mornings out at SEN and he's the assistant producer in Brecky's and Waitley. And it's a very warm welcome to the podcast, Sammy Watson. Thanks for having me, Sinkers. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit embarrassing that I've, out of all the good players we have down at Killy Bass that, that you go to me. But no, more than happy to be on and um, keen to chat about West Gippie and how the Panthers are going this season. Uh, you're too humble, great man. When the reason <laughs> we wanted to talk to you as well is that all your SEN work and the commitment that SEN have put into local footy over a fair bit of time now, and in particular this season, kicking off with the West Gippsland competition. So we'll talk about that later. I just wanted to firstly touch up, touch off on your comeback game, round three against Inverloch Kongwak, because really, uh, late last year, it looked like not only with your knee, but you had some health problems. You mightn't have even played this year, mate. Yeah, I'm uh, very, very happy to be out there. Obviously, football's a big, big part of my life and love love being out on the track and playing with, with my mates. But, um, yeah, probably around late October last year, I was pretty sick and in hospital and didn't think that I'd uh, be playing footy at all this season. So, um, yeah, really, really good to be back out there. Once once my sickness did kind of reside, I had, had a few knee issues, which kept me out all, all pre-season. Yeah, it wasn't until I was the runner in our twos against against Turret and Dalmore in, in the first round, and I'd taken an anti-inflammatory before that, and the, the knee had held up all right, and we were obviously beaten pretty comprehensively in the twos, and I thought, oh, geez, I just have to be back out there playing playing in the reserves the following week. So I uh, suited up against Daliston and got got through just all right, but was pretty unfit. I thought I'd still be in the twos, twos for a while um, after that. But, yeah, Lee Rowe, our senior coach, gave me a call throughout the week and said that they needed – the boys and the seniors needed a little bit more height in the back line um, against Inverloch. And, yeah, been in the seniors ever since. So still still getting there with, with fitness and, and that, that kind of thing. But, um no, I'm just stoked to be back out there and enjoying it. Yeah, I would imagine that uh, you'd be uh, very glad that we've got a week off this week just to get the body uh, ready to go for the last seven rounds. Now, round two, when we called for SE and Gippsland, we called the senior game of Killy Bass Darlston, and I was out there watching the early game, and I seen you running around, and you seemed to move okay, but you did tire towards the end of that game, obviously, with not a pre-season or any footy under your belt, to come up against the undefeated side the next week and Lee Rowe gives you the nod and says you're coming up against uh, Toby Marnie and all the, the forwards there. How did, you, how did your week go coming into round three? Yeah, well, I just I, I, did, I actually pulled up pretty sore from, from the first game of footy, actually, the, the reserves game, and I only got through half of training and... Um, yeah, had to had to leave the track early with with some muscle tightness, which I've I've never had to do in my footballing career. I've been very lucky with soft tissue injuries and stuff like that, but I I just couldn't get through. Upper leg muscles were too sore, but I stood up and just thought I'd be right to play in the twos. But yeah, obviously got the late call up and um, it held up held up all right throughout the game. Obviously felt unfit, but especially when you're coming up against Inverloch, who are 
such a good side with plenty of good forwards and they're such a hard running side it was a bit of a baptism of fire i'd, I'd say for the 2023 season for me but um that knee's holding up all right and just um treating these couple well, this week off as, as a kind of a little mini preseason because I'm, I'm still unfit out there on a, on a saturday so need to build a little bit for the last seven games of the year. There's some really good forwards in the competition this year and probably been uh, the best uh, forward pack in this competition than it has been uh, since its inception in 2017. So you're coming up against some good players and who's the number one that you'd pick right now as the player you've played against this year? I'm very lucky. We've got Dean McRae back there and uh, Dale Crawford's taken some of the, the smaller guys. So rarely have I had to play on the number one key forward. Um, yeah, in, I, I did play on uh, when I first played against Archer Reid from Inblock. That was his senior debut, actually, and he made me look pretty silly on, on a couple of occasions. We know he's highly touted for the draft this year. Um, Kane and King have had a bit of fun. Poke, poke, poked a bit of fun for the amount of goals he kicked on me that day. But, I did um, hear that on the day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's a, it isn't really even spread. We played Coraline last week. I didn't uh, have to play on Gardner for too long, obviously, but he's, he's the standout, um, obviously, on 50-odd goals, whatever he's on. Um, I'm just glad that I don't have to play on my mate Taylor Gibson up the other end. I'm, I'm glad he's on my team because I'd, I'd struggle coming up against him. Well, that was going to be my question. I know he's a great mate of yours, and he's kicked 38. He's missed a fair bit of footy this year. He's mm. sitting second on the table. He's a special player, isn't he? He's, he's probably the best. Oh, he's definitely the best forward I've played. Well, I've, play, I've played with a lot of really good forwards, actually. But in terms of at their peak, he is the best forward I've played with. He, his ability to take a contested grab is unmatched um, from what I've seen. Most games, there's about three or four blokes hanging off him. That's not an exaggeration. And, um, yeah, he's won us uh, against Kui Rupp, his first game back this year. He won us a game single-handedly. He kicked 10. Um, and it's just nice because in the last – he's been at the club since 2016. And um, it's nice now to see him actually his, – his work get rewarded with a few more goals because he's always been a dominant player. But he's never kicked a high amount of goals. So – for him to be on uh, 38 this year and I think eight games he's played, it's a really good effort. And Unfortunately, he's, he's taken off to Europe for our next three games. So he misses Karambara, uh, Bunyip and Phillip Island. So oh, um, we'll miss him there, but um, hopefully we can still fill the void a little bit. I'm not being rude to Karambara, Bina or Bunyip, but he might have got amongst the goals on those two occasions, I would have thought. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that, could have, that could have really uh, could have really sealed him in the top two or three league goal kickers those two games but we um we do get stuck into him because we know how dominant of a player he's been he's one of best and fairest with us but he's never made the west Gippy team of the year so um i think this year might be the year he definitely would have made it if he had played those three games but um i, I still think now that he's second in the league goal kicking he, he should get the nod the other thing there is that it, it's been uh, interesting there's been a few plays this year do the going over at C's uh, mid-year, Jamie Yule's been over there the whole of the season. Will Hams has just uh, made a uh, beeline for overseas from yep. Inverloch Conwack. And I would imagine that's got a fair bit to do because we couldn't do it a few years ago, Sam. Yeah, that's probably a good point, Sing, because I hadn't really thought of that. There does seem to be uh, a lot more people going on holidays during, during the season uh, this year. It's probably the fact that they haven't been able to get over there in a while does, does factor into that. Um, but I, I know 
I know our, our senior coach, Lee Rowe, wasn't too too stoked. He loves, don't get me wrong, he loves all the boys, but a few of them have gone overseas. But I think he said next year um, in the contract, we're uh, putting in a stipulation that there's no no trips booked for during the season. But um, no, you can't, footy's not footy's not everything. You can't blame people for wanting to live their lives and explore the world, I, I suppose. Yeah, I'm with you, especially the way our winter's been the last couple of weeks, uh, sitting over in... Uh, uh, Mallorca or the Greek Islands yeah. might be a good spot right now. Hey, now on the team this year, Kelly Bass. Now, I've gone through their results and it's not surprised me, but unless you really look into it, you don't know. And they've been thereabouts, apart from the Inverloch, Conwack and Phillip Island, bit of a touch-up. Mm. Gee, they've been close. Round one, you know, Turret and Delmore was only 19 points, the reigning yep. premier. Uh, Dalston, who have been up there most of the year, that was only 19 points. Probably could have won that game, but the points got you, that system, because of uh, selection on that day. So you've been mm. thereabouts, haven't you, Sam? Yeah, it's only, like, Inverloch is only the really, really bad game that we've played. I'm just trying to think of some of the other ones. But like Phillip Island, we're up four goals to zip halfway through the fourth quarter. Uh, first quarter, sorry. Um That's we right. started the game we started the game on fire and they kicked a couple of late ones in the first and um, then just wrestled back the momentum after that. But we've we have played really well in patches. It's just stringing a, a four quarter performance together. But the, yeah, the way we did start the season against Turidan was was really promising, especially with all the outs that we had. Um, and I've I've never played in I've been playing senior footy for seven or eight years now and I've never played in a side with so many injuries that we've copped. I hate hate making excuses, but um, to lose Steve Scott with an ACL, um, mm. our big recruit down back in in the preseason, and then three, uh, Jack Sorozinski, a best and fairest winner a couple of years ago. He hasn't played a game yet. He's a really strong running half back. Uh, Jay, uh, Tom West, just a really solid player. He made his return last week, which was um, very valued. And uh, who else are we? Oh, Jaden G, a strong inside midfielder. He's out for the year. And just a lot of little uh, niggles along the way, a lot of little soft tissues and, and weird freakish injuries along the way. So we just haven't had a lot of luck with that, and that's probably hurt our ability to get some continuity. And, and when you do have to pick the kids, um, you do see sides struggle to, to put four quarters together because obviously as the game wears on, the bigger bodies come to the come to the front. So, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of positive signs. If we had have had full strength, which I know no side has had full ever gets full strength, but if we had, we really would be, uh, I'd say, it says competing with anyone, really. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And the, the, that is the worst part of this game is injuries, there's no doubt. And June, July yeah. seems to be the worst couple of months of it um, throughout any competition. Now, we spoke earlier about some really good forwards in the competition. Boys, there's some really good ruckmen in the competition. Uh, oh, yeah. You've got Dale Gawley that ran second in the medal uh, last yeah. year, and he's having another cracker season, Sam. Yep, yep, Gauls is going really well. Um, as we know, he was yeah second in the league BNF last year, and what did we win? Seven out of eighteen games. So that's a pretty awesome effort. He's he's playing really well. Um, if if people haven't seen Dale Gawley play, it's, he's a very mobile ruckman and um, gets around the ground incredibly well. And his his tap work isn't the greatest strength of his game. It's still still pretty good, but his ability to just um, get around the ground and his long left boot. It gets it gets better as the game goes on, which is pretty rare for for a lot of big blokes. Usually they tire out, but he just keeps going and he, he really drives us forward. And 
yeah, it's been awesome having him on our side. He's uh, the the get out kick a lot of the time coming out of defence for myself and the other back, so it's very handy to have him in the squad. The round two game we called for SEN Gippsland when you went down by that 19 points to Dalston. I've got to say, uh, the one that really surprised me, or not surprised me, the one I really look forward to watching on that day, and he didn't disappoint, was Bella ZJ. He's the Williamstown listed forward, looked really exciting and kicked a couple of goals that day. How's his season gone on? Yeah, he actually hasn't played since then, Sinkers. Oh. So, yeah, he hasn't, hasn't uh, played with us, but obviously was great to have him that day and we, we wish he could have played a bit more but availability and not being able to train probably has hurt him a little bit and hopefully he's going well for Williamstown the VFL. The other one is Anthony Dario who kicked four that day. How's he been? Yeah, Dario, yeah, he's he's uh, he's going well. He's pl- played for us last year. It was his first year last year and started to get his hands on the footy and um, yeah, he's pretty exciting as a forward. Can take a good grab gets in pretty opportunistic spots and um, it's good to see. I think he's on, I was having a look the other day, he's on 20 odd goals. So he's been massive for us up forward this year and I think you can only just keep improving. Yeah, you've got some exciting talent, but as you say, the injuries and unavailabilities are now mm. with Taylor Gibson going overseas for three of the seven left. That's going to yep. hurt as well because you, you're only that two games out of the, the top six and we know that around that six spot now six seven eight nine anything could happen players fall over get injuries and and that mm. sort of thing it's going to be interesting now i want to touch on the sen commitment to local footy i think it's fantastic um your role your job very interesting one you do a lot of hours and you're up early and you're all over the place you're over in uh living in one and then in melbourne and you've got to be at work sometimes crazy hours of four o'clock in the morning how's all that traveling and the commitment from sen it's been super yeah, it's um, yeah, it's certainly interesting for me. Pretty much living in Melbourne Monday to Friday morning, or Sunday night to Friday morning, and then uh, back home in Wansaggy for for those other times. And our local footy commitment's been been awesome this year, as you mentioned earlier. We started with the Allen Bank comp last year with you and Ian Doherty calling that, which was which was great, and um, it's, it was awesome to partner with with West Giffy this season and you and Wiz. You're doing a great job, and um, it feels like the people around the league have really embraced it. Every club's been really accommodating, and um, the more publicity the West Giffy gets, the better, because it is a really, really good comp. Um, the standard has improved so much since uh, the league first started in 2017, and it's um, it's great to to cover it and I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I hope the listeners are enjoying listening to, to the call as well. Yeah, it's been a good season been particularly up the top end, some of the footy's been incredible. Now your, your executive producer role on Fridays with Kane yep. and Kingy now mm-hmm. let's, we only got to go back oh, probably a month, six weeks <laughs> when they're having a little bit of uh, they're having a dig at each other and we were waiting for the match anticipated next morning <laughs> show. How was the tension that morning? Um, well luckily for, for myself, I don't know. It probably wouldn't bother those two, but Kane's in Adelaide on a Friday morning and, and Kingy's in Melbourne with, in the uh, South Bank studio with me. So they weren't in the same room. There wasn't a hell of a lot of talking down the line before the show. <laughs> um, Kane, Kane gets in kind of not, not too long before the show starts anyway. But um, there wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a heap of chatter and they didn't waste any time with a ramble as they like to call it or a scramble on, on a Friday morning where they just talk about anything other than footy they just got straight into it off the top and um, had it out for 
half an hour and um, both said what they what they wanted to uh, they both said what they wanted to say and uh, moved on and haven't looked back really. It's got over it pretty quickly, but it was uh, yeah pretty pretty uh, icy for for a bit there. Good drama, good theatre, I thought, and I, I thought it was fantastic. And look, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Kane Corns. I know a lot of people aren't, but I love what he brings to the table. He's a very interesting guy to listen to. So Friday morning, you're up at four, or you're in at the station at four, and you, mm. you got, you've trained Thursday night out at Killy Bass, and then you've got to go play on Saturday. I would imagine Sundays you just put the feet up. This year, we've actually started training on a Wednesday night to help out the Melbourne boys a little bit more, break a week up a bit which at Killy Bass. That was, that's been good. Last year was a Thursday night, which did make it pretty tough for the early. It'd probably get back to Melbourne just after 11 and uh, up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock the next morning to produce brekkie. Um, so that, that did make it tough. Um, and then I try and get a nap in on the, on the Friday, Arvo, get plenty of rest, and I'm usually pretty tired on a Saturday night. Um, but like to socialise, so we're out and about doing something if I can stay awake. But um, certainly once Sunday rolls around, mate, I'm feet is up and watching the footy all day and just chilling out with my mates. I don't get up to too much apart from the uh, recovery out at the beach on a Sunday morning. And I'm sure you're loving it too because your magpies are travelling beautifully at the moment, just sitting on top, so you get the feet <laughs> up on a Sunday. The pies have had a lot of Sunday games this year, uh, but... I think in the back half, oh, the last however many games we've got left, nine or something, there's quite a few Friday night and Thursday night games. So looking forward to that because, uh, yeah, you sit there all weekend kind of nervous about how your team's going to go. Mate, thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend off, sort of. You'll still be doing a bit, no doubt. And then the round 12 game next week, you come up against Bunyip over there. I've just got a sneaky feeling you got yourself a goal last time uh, mm. running off the back half. I reckon you might get one or two again on in round 12 against the Bulldogs over there. Good luck. Thanks, heaps, sinkers. We'll see how I go. That was Sammy Watson from the Kilcunderbass Football Netball Club, and he's also the executive producer of Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 FM Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 FM in the Latrobe Valley. And to our other guests today, Aidan Box from the Sentinel Times and Brett Tassari from the West Gippsland Football Netball Competition. Thanks very much for joining us. It was a wonderful show. We look forward to having the weekend off. Hope you do too. We'll see you on July 8 for Round 12. And thanks to our fantastic sponsors, Alex Scott and staff, Fairhaven Homes, the Berwick Motor Group, who have me in a fantastic GWM Canon CC ute. Sinbrad Media and SEN Gippsland. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.